The following is a CSPN Media podcast presentation. How dare you, little jabroni, come on to the rock show. Come on to the people's show. Come on to the premiere show, SmackDown, and run your mouth about how you're the WWE champion and run your mouth about how you're the game. Well, The Rock says, if you are the game, then quite frankly, you need to go back to the drawing board because your game absolutely sucks! The Rock says, The Rock says, The Rock says, The Rock says. Hello, and welcome to SmackDown Matters. I'm your host, Don DeLorente, and I'm joined by my co host, Miss Jade to the Max. How are you, Miss Jade? You know, sick and shut in, but well, if okay, not sick. If there's one in. day to be shut in, today is the day. Super Bowl yes. Sunday. You can watch all your like Lifetime movies and stuff beforehand. I don't Hallmark I don't or whatever Lifetime. you know the I don't channel watch is. Hallmark. Or you can no, I don't. binge watch. But I can watch shows. the Puppy Bowl. Oh yeah, and the Kitten Bowl. <laughs> I need to bring now, the Bud Bowl back. The who bowl? The Bud Bowl. Bud Watson versus Bud Light. Uh, no. That can stay <laughs> in the archives. <laughs> never to be seen again. <laughs> you know, when I used to live in Chicago, I had went kayaking once. Okay. On the Chicago River. And for those of you who don't know the Chicago River, the way the river flows, it's kind of reverse. So that it pushes all the crappy water. Uh, basically, it pushes all the crappy water into St. Louis. And the tour guide. <laughs> That's what you're trying like, to say. <laughs> <laughs> the tour guide. I didn't say it. The tour guide was like, yeah, all the crappy water gets pushed to St. Louis. And that's what you used to make Budweiser. And so that's kind of been my running joke for like the last 15 years. I was like, I can see that because Budweiser does taste like crap. I mean, Budweiser is the most introductory of introductory beers you can ever buy. I thought it was Natty Natty Light. That's what we drank in college. Oh, my gosh. Because it was like $2 for a 24 pack. <laughs> well, I started, I have, I, I was never really a beer drinker like that when, you know, when I was like 17 or 18, just kind of, you know, starting to kind of figure out what you like when it comes to liquors and beers. I was more of a like alcohol liquor drinker, and then all of a sudden it just changed one day because I could never drink beer fast enough to where it wouldn't get mm-hmm. hot. And then once it got hot, I was like, "Ugh, this stuff is disgusting." You know, since the pandemic started, I stopped drinking beer, and it wasn't a conscious decision; it just happened that way. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm pretty sure your workout regimen is is you know shows that lack of beer in your diet right now. Well, even before I was working out. I, didn't have an issue with beer carbs okay um but yeah i just don't have the taste for it anymore Mm. it's weird i was thinking about that the other day you know what it is ever since i started drinking white claws i stopped drinking (laughs) beer i just thought about that well the white claws have replaced the beer since this is super bowl sunday um i know you're going through some you know difficulties recovering here but um what's on your menu or do you have a menu uh um, it's basically clean out your fridge day so 
eat it before it goes bad. Oh, okay. Okay. That's on the menu. I have no plans of having people over today. Okay. So, yeah. yeah so right. It'll be a quiet Super Bowl Sunday for gonna me. Do some ribs, gonna do some meatballs. Gonna do Are some you going to marinate fries. the ribs in beer? I'm not doing it. I'm I'm in charge of the meatballs this time. So, Oh. Yeah. Uh, next, uh, last time I did the ribs, so this time we're gonna do it. They just didn't way. want you to show them up mm-hmm. on the ribs. Yeah, that's what it was. Yeah, but next time I do it, yeah, I'll probably do it. I'll either do that or the Coca Cola ribs again. I haven't done those in a while. Oh, Coca Cola ribs. Yeah, you buy like oh. a sixteen ounce bottle of Cherry Coke. Mm-hmm. And you know how like when you get ready to season your ribs, most people put oil or mustard on it. Mm-hmm. To hold the seasoning onto it, use mm-hmm. cherry. Use the cherry coke to pour on it and let it sit for like you know a minute or so. Cause kind of sinks into the meat a little bit. Then you season mm-hmm. it like you normally would. And then about halfway through you cooking it, you just sprinkle a little bit more. Or you when you wrap it, you put a little cherry coke in the bottom of it. And so the sugar from the coke releases into it and just gets you a good nice crisp on the outside of the rib it always fascinates me the way black people cook their food like some of these recipes and little things that we do that have been passed on from generation to generation right i understand why white people can be jealous of us (laughs) i understand no offense to the white listeners we appreciate (laughs) y'all Uh, one last question before we get into some wrestling. You know, people are always like, y'all always have this banter. Y'all never just start with the wrestling. Um, because it's what we do. This is our catching up for the past week. <laughs> right. Um, any thoughts on who you want to win today? Are you pulling for a particular no, team? No, I'm not pulling for anybody. You know me. I'm. I, it's very difficult for me to root for other teams. Are you rooting so, for any players, maybe? Is there a player no. that you'd like to see become a champion? No, today? I don't care, because they okay. don't play for the they Bears. They don't play so. for the Bears. Oh, speaking of which, you guys got a new coach? New GM? Yeah. Got a, got a black GM? Yeah, I a think it might GM. be. Yeah. You know, they needed, they needed a fall boy for when this thing goes <laughs> south. And actually, they hired their black GM ahead of the curve before Blind Flores was like, y'all don't be treating us right in these hammer processes. So they might actually be commended for that. It's, it, look, I'm not getting my hopes up. Um, I've been a loyal Bears fan for almost <laughs> 40 years. I know better. Um, my last little thing I'm going to say before we do get into the wrestling. Um, I'm going to have to see a picture of the 49ers coach's parents for me to believe uh, that Mr. dude is biracial. Mr. I'm proud to be biracial, <laughs> yeah. a.k.a. I'm proud to be white. That's what he really is. <laughs> like, like, I'm half black, sir. Because looking at I'm that hair, I was like, sir, you don't have no texture to that hair. Ain't no curls none. in there nowhere. None. Like, I could get past the, the skin tone because, right. you know, Walter White, he was a black man that could pass for white. But there, and there are many other black people that could have passed away, but they, they, they have the tech. You don't even have not a curl. <laughs> like, if you don't need satin pillowcases or do-rags when you go to sleep, I don't trust you. Right. 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 So, they they definitely out here trying their best to, to you know, be like, Tanner, no, we not that racist. We some, we a little racist. I never nobody say I'm proud to be biracial. 
uh, my that... dad's black. Are you sure? Because <laughs> it might be your stepdaddy and you just don't know. <laughs> right. Right. But, um, you know, anyway, that's our commentary on that. This is SmackDown Matters. We're a part of the CSPN. You can find us on the web at CSPN.us. You can also find us through SoundCloud, Stitcher Radio, iTunes. All you have to do is search for the WrestleCast dash the CSPN and look for the New Day holding the WrestleCast sign. Subscribe to that feed and SmackDown Matters will be in your podcast queue each and every week. So we're coming into this SmackDown Uh, The week before Saudi Arabia, everybody leaves to go to the Elimination Chamber, except for Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. Um, That's right. I'm standing in solidarity (laughs) with them. I ain't watching. Uh, Next Saturday noon uh, will be the, I think, the fifth or sixth iteration of hashtag Blood Money Cast. So if you are going to watch this particular uh, spectacular or uh, uh, premium live event, uh, the hashtag will be blood money cast for the spaces and the live tweet. Um, we're coming in from New Orleans. So, um, you know, hopefully Naomi uh, is going to get her title shot and we won't have any shenanigans. But we're about to find out as Sonya Deville is in the ring with an arm in a sling. She <laughs> says that she's tired of people disrespecting her. And there will be consequences for the actions of people like Ronda Rousey and Naomi. She's the new Adam Pierce. She's Monday night Adam Pierce. <laughs> Therefore, she has requested that Rousey be fined $100,000 and suspended indefinitely. Well, Adam Pierce comes out to say that Vince McMahon <laughs> has responded to her request via email. He's like, uh, clearly, since you're in the ring doing this interview, this promo right now, uh, I know you're not checking your phone, but. Uh, we got some answers <laughs> to your you know, request by email. The email says that Vince doesn't like someone abusing their authority. So not only... Wait, is the... who, who said this? <laughs> That's what Vince said. Is this the pot calling the kettle black? <laughs> On so, Martin, well, if you ever watch Martin, if you ain't, this ain't the kettle calling the pot and the pot and the kettle and the... Yeah. <laughs> he couldn't get it right. <laughs> Continue. Um... Since he doesn't like someone abusing their authority, not only is the request denied, but if Sonya gets involved in the matchup tonight between Naomi and Charlotte, her job will be in serious jeopardy. Mm. Mm. So all of a sudden, we hear the amazing tones of the good sis Naomi. Nope, no pun intended. (laughs) She comes out. She gets on the mic and she says... She had on some blue. She was looking good. Yeah, she looked like a mermaid. I loved it. Uh, She says it was funny that Mr. McMahon said that, you know, Sonya can't touch her, but he didn't say anything about Naomi (laughs) not touching her. And what did the five fingers say to the face? Smack. And knocked Sonya Deville on her knees. As finally, Naomi has gotten a little, not quite as much as I want, but we're moving towards that. Vince gave us a little victory on, on during Black History Month. <laughs> somebody put the, uh, did you hear the, somebody put the Negro National Anthem music <laughs> to that clip? Oh, <laughs> we, are, we are just, <laughs> we are just great. We are just great. 
So we look back at last week's matchup between Kofi Kingston and Big E, uh, getting the win over the two Umbertos, a.k.a. Los Lotharios, and a very good match last week. So now that brings us to this week's rematch, Big E and Kofi Kingston versus Los Lotharios. A moonsault press gives Umberto a two-count on Kofi, but Kofi is back up and he hits the trouble in paradise. Kofi tries for a tornado DDT out of the corner, but Angel Garza pushes him off, and then he stacks up Kofi for the clean pin as Los Lotharios beat Big E and Kofi Uh-oh. Kingston. think we got ourselves a little rivalry here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm enjoying it. Uh, very much so. Good tag team. Good tag team wrestling is hard to beat. You know, I feel bad for for our landlord, Miss Didi Jonay, because she was a little upset when she found out that Angel Garza has a baby on the way, and so she goes, "Well, at least I still have the other one." And I was like, "Oh, he's married too, honey." And she was like, "You know, I just can't have anything nice. I'm sorry." <laughs> Uh, we'll have to reach out to Miss Didi Jeanette. We need to do a check-in with her. Yes, because she's going through it right now with her, <laughs> with her two Umbertos being <laughs> off the market. Um, the Viking Raiders are getting ready to have one of those kind of backstage interviews in that little ring that they're using now as the backdrop. Mm. And the Usos come in, beat them up, and they <laughs> and they took like the little headdress thing and was like, hey, this will look good on the wall. I want an Us. <laughs> look at them beating the Vikings <laughs> at their own game see uh, if they were true Vikings they would have saw that coming Ragnar <laughs> would have never let that happen we look back at Goldberg returning last week and challenging Roman Reigns uh, for a match <laughs> for the Universal title at the Elimination Chamber uh, we have a sit down interview with Roman and Paul Heyman wait time out yes. I thought Goldberg was supposed to be mad at Lashley and beating him up because he beat up his kid did we just forget about that story <laughs> I think he got the revenge on Bobby Lashley. I can't remember what thing it was, but yeah, they wrestled again after that. Oh, okay. As you can see, I blocked any kind of memory <laughs> of Goldberg out of my head or try to. So, um, uh, neither Paul or Roman seem overly worried about Goldberg. With Roman saying that if he was in WCW when Goldberg had his winning streak. Everybody in WCW would would have been winners because WCW would still be in business. <laughs> How they catch a stray? They they ain't been to nobody. <laughs> they been, ain't even been in existence for like twenty years. Right? They've been in WWE vault <laughs> waiting for somebody to watch them. Oh, oh man! I'm, like I look, I love that they just let Roman do him now. <laughs> I love heel Roman. That man doesn't miss. Uh, after we see a clip of Goldberg squashing Brock Lesnar at the Survivor Series in 2016, Roman laughs them off as old news. Roman doesn't think much of the idea that he and Goldberg were supposed to, were supposed to fight two years ago at WrestleMania. He says he wants to slap Goldberg in the face and get him out of here again. He says he's going to Goldberg, Goldberg. So I don't know what that means. Like maybe beat him in like 30 seconds, I guess. <sighs> I don't know, but I hope he get him out of here for good. <laughs> Next matchup, Aaliyah versus Natalia. This is the dungeon-style matchup where you can only win by pinfall or submission. Uh, Aaliyah hits a Thez press and, of course, rains down the right hands on Natalia. Natalia shrugs that off and puts on the sharpshooter, sending Aaliyah to the ropes. 
But that has no impact, though, as there are no disqualifications, so she doesn't have to break the hold. And Aaliyah taps out once she realizes that she's not going to be able to escape. So after the match, Natalia continues to attack Aaliyah. And that's when Zaya Lee runs down and makes the save. Zaya Lee like a little Power Ranger. <laughs> well, I'm glad she didn't do her whole entrance this time while the girl was getting beat up. My girl, read the wrong. <laughs> I mean, I know it's super cool and we like it, but like if there's people getting beat up, you just need to come out there and say. Right. You know what I wish they wouldn't do, though? I wish they'd what? take it kind of back old school. I wish when they did the run outs, they wouldn't play the person's music. So like the surprise is the actual surprise. Yeah. Who's coming out to save so-and-so, you know? Right. Yeah, but Vince don't listen to us. So. <laughs> um, after that matchup, we get a Rock narrated video on his father, Rocky Johnson, for Black History Month. Very well done. Oh, he black this month. <laughs> uh, Rocky Johnson definitely is. I'm black. talking about his son because you know he pick and choose. <sighs> Yes, apparently for this video. Missing. Apparently for this video, yes, he was embracing. Okay. Okay. The African American side of his heritage. Um, it's time for In Zane, Sami Zayn's uh, in-ring show. But first, we see Johnny Knoxville wrecking a bunch of Sami Zayn merchandise earlier today. Sami says he's on to bigger and better things, like getting his Intercontinental Championship back, which doesn't go over so well with the crowd. The booing doesn't work on a podcast, so Sami Zayn promises uh, them vegan Creole recipes for later. Because <laughs> <laughs> they're in New Orleans. Uh, so then he brings out his guests, you know, Rick. Oops. Yes, and Shinsuke Nakamura, with Sami promising to take the title from them next week. Nakamura asks if Sami saw the movie, and he's like, What movie? He was like, Jackass Defeated which comes out next week. <laughs> Sammy doesn't think much of Rick Boogs. He says Rick Boogs can lift all the weights he wants, but that's not going to, you know, be able to make him successful. So Rick Boogs reaches, like he's talking, but he's not talking into the microphone. He's just like, shut up, Sammy. But, you know, he's just kind of off the mic. So he leans in and reaches for the mic. And when he grabs the microphone, he gets electrocuted, sending them down in the corner. Nakamura goes to check on him. And then Sami Zayn hits Nakamura with the hell of a loo kick, and both of them are laid out. Mm. Look at Sami. See, playing chess while everybody else playing checkers. <laughs> um, Miss Simi's new fave. Who? Mad Cat Moss. He's <sighs> got a black eye. He says he can't be in Corbin's corner uh, this week. He says he's going to go get checked out by the doctor. And uh, he might not be medically cleared to have to wrestle Drew McIntyre. And uh, so he's going to go to the trainer's room. Mm. So that Did she say why she... I haven't listened yet. I will. But did she say why she... Uh, the thigh meets in the suspenders. Oh, that's right. Muscles. She did say that when we were on the girls' <laughs> night. Okay. Now I remember. It's all coming back to me now. Blame the drugs. <laughs> Happy Corbin takes on Cesaro. Cesaro hits the springboard, cuts corkscrew uppercut for a two count. 
but Baron Corbin snatches him up into the end of days, and happy Corbin is your winner. Dang, they got my man Cesaro jobbing and sitting in catering. Oh. He wasn't even in the Royal Rumble. Him or he Finn. He sure wasn't. Him or who? Finn. Finn Balor ain't been on Dang. TV in a while now. Since Roman put him to sleep on um, at the pay-per-view. Yeah, you're about right. Roman out here ending careers. <laughs> um, I don't know what his contract status is, but uh, I wouldn't be shocked to see Finn Balor show up at AEW if his contract is near. AEW is full. They barely know what to do with the talent they have. Well, they keep adding it because uh, last week we got the return and we all got to bask in his glory. I was the pop for Keith Lee was like I was like I was excited. Yes. Like this is great. It Maybe somebody good. can go to Impact. Impact got a solid roster. Like Impact is solid. When I, I can find it, I watch it. You know, my plate is so full. I don't even have time to like look at Impact as even just kind of like background noise. And then, like, if I catch NWA, because it usually comes on YouTube, I'll watch that. You know, yeah, that used, the to other be my, that used to be my guilty pleasure, but I just don't have enough time in my life for those all this wrestling anymore. I watch it while I'm working out. That's see? smart, smart, smart. Accomplished two things. It makes the, especially if you're mm-hmm. on something like stationary, like an elliptical or, or exercise bike, it makes that time go by a little bit faster. Right. See? Um, so we go back to the back in the trainer's room where Madcap Moss is getting that eye looked at. When Drew McIntyre comes in, he says he knows his eyes okay, which is why their match at an elimination chamber is now going to be false count anywhere. Oh, sookie, sookie now. <laughs> Charlotte Flair is in the back. She cuts the promo. She says she's going to retain the women's title tonight versus Naomi. Now it's time for another sit-down interview, this time with Goldberg and Michael Cole. Oh, you can skip past this. Michael Cole, Goldberg tells Michael Cole he loves him like a brother. Goldberg promises that this is a comeback that will bring the back that will bring back the old version of him. He says it's two years in the making, ten years in the making, or fifteen years in the making. Roman Reigns has promised to Goldberg, Goldberg, but Goldberg promises to make Reigns acknowledge him as his next victim. Boo. <laughs> Main event of the evening time. SmackDown women's title match. Charlotte defending against Naomi. The split-legged moonsault from Naomi connects for a two-count. Some forearms have Charlotte in trouble, and a kick to the head staggers her again. Uh, she misses a rear-view attempt and gets hit with the natural selection and Charlotte retains the SmackDown women's title. That was a good match. I love, let me tell you something. Charlotte only sells for a few people, and Naomi is one of them. She's going to sell for her girl, Naomi. Ronda, not so much. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think she liked Ronda at all in real life. <laughs> Does Ronda come off as likable? No, not at all. Even when she's not on TV? You know what I'm saying? No. She doesn't really have a lot of likableness in her. Well, she face. doesn't have personality either. There's right. that. Right. There's that. And then isn't she like a conspiracy theorist? I have. I don't know anything about. I mean, Bo Dallas is too, but we love Bo Dallas. 
if you just believe in the conspiracy. <laughs> so Dallas is like, you know what? My girl Liv Morgan out here doing her thing. I'm good. I'm not in. No oh, rush are they still to, together? I think they are. I'm not in no rush to come back out here in this wrestling business. I know that's right. Stay at home, husband. Okay. Which is unfortunate though, because I I think it with a real a different different coat of paint man Bo Dallas could be just go back and watch when he was NXT champion right before mm-hmm. Sami Zayn and, and well Seth Rollins and, and all those guys right at the end of their NXT run mm-hmm. yeah he's very good um, this was a great match Charlotte and Naomi um, they got a lot of time they got two commercial breaks so they got about 20 minutes Twenty and people were minutes. loving it and oh. loving Naomi. What I loved about it was every time Naomi hit one of her big moves, she was going for the pinfall. She wasn't trying to like showboat or you know hit a big move and then pick Charlotte up and try to do something else. She was like, "Oh, I hit the mm-hmm. big move. Let me try to pin her and get the title." I really like that urgency, and they had some really good near falls in this match. So. So for all the people that be talking smack about Naomi, you can hush. That woman goes out there and proves herself week in and week out. She definitely belongs in this division. Should be at the top. Man, She's one of the best. That court school poncho was pretty. She has one Damn. of the best split-legged moonsaults in wrestling. She's just, yes. she's just, you know, what we've always known about Naomi is mm-hmm. if she is given a chance to to have time to wrestle a match then it's going to be a good match right you know what I'm saying now she's one of these wrestlers I think kind of needs like 10 minutes to kind of get herself going you know what I'm saying Mm -hmm. so sometimes these quick 5, 6, 7 minute TV matches she doesn't you know she I don't think she really gets warmed up but if she give her a good match where she can get warmed up and, and, and get her stuff going Mm-hmm. Naomi delivers every time. Um, after the match, Sonya Deville is here. Hating ass Sonya Deville is here to go after Naomi. Um, but Naomi turns the tables and starts putting them hands and feet on her. And then Charlotte comes out of nowhere to kick Naomi in the face with the big boot. <gasps> they are double teaming Naomi. And Ronda Rousey comes down to make the save. Um, she gets rid of Charlotte. And then she grabs Sonya, throws her by the other arm and I thought she was going to like crank on it and mess both her arms up but no she just kind of just judo throwed her they really trying to sell us on Rhonda guess what I'm not buying what they said <laughs> like we're going to team her up with Naomi not not buying it well they trying to but whatever they trying to establish her as the baby face even though I think most wrestling fans would kind of still look at her as a heel you know what I think it is a lot of wrestling fans myself included I know there's Ronda Rousey the wrestling character but she's not that far off Ronda Rousey the actual person because again no personality but I think coming into this we've already had these notions of we've seen Ronda in UFC mm-hmm. and we didn't like her so we've just made up in our minds we're not going to like her no matter what <laughs> And plus, you know, her comments um, about what took place once she made her initial run to go have her baby and stuff just wasn't very, um, this didn't seem to be like the comments that uh, somebody who watches wrestle or has 
claims to be a fan of wrestling as much as she right. was before she got into the business would right. ever make a statement like that. You know what I'm saying? Right. You, ain't, you ain't heard Bad Bunny come out here and be like, well, you know, da, 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 and this was that, and da, 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 da. you know what I'm saying? Bad Bunny is like, yo, this is hard. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's like, and you, if you're going to do it, you got to be real serious about it. Right. And Ronda so, seems yeah, to be just, the exact opposite. Like, I just show up and, you know. I do what I want. Yeah. And, and none of these I girls can beat me. And I should never lose because, you know, none of these girls can really beat me. Well, you know. It's like, girl, you don't even be coming to the performance center to practice. And I know she thinks she Allen Iverson. But, <laughs> you know, girl, that's why she don't have no in-ring chemistry with nobody. Mm. That's why every chance I get, I go back and watch Holly Holm and Amanda Nunez beat her behind. <laughs> be rooting for them like I never saw those matches. <laughs> Homegirl um, didn't know. She, you know, and maybe that's what it was. Maybe Amanda beat her so hard she didn't know, she didn't realize what she was saying about <laughs> WWE because you see that match, she didn't know if she was coming or going. <laughs> um, this was a very strong episode of SmackDown. Um, they had a lot of, um, you know, a lot of talking, sit-down interviews and things like that. But mm-hmm. Naomi and Charlotte, a very good match. New Day versus Los Lotharios, a very good match. Baron Corbin and Cesaro, it was what it was, unfortunately, uh, for us Cesaro fans. Um, but, yes, I, I really enjoyed this episode of SmackDown. Definitely looking for... Uh, they had to do two tapings. So, next week's edition of SmackDown before Elimination Chamber has already been uh, ran. Oh, and, uh, why they do two? Because they they'll be in Saudi Arabia on Friday. Oh, that's right. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Blood money cast. That's yeah. right. Yeah. So uh, the, the, I think they're actually gonna all fly out like after Raw on Monday oh, okay. to get there, and they'll all be there like Friday or Thursday or whatever. Gotcha. Show me Saturday, sense. and then everybody will be back home on Sunday. Hopefully, no, you know. If the plane gets yeah you know, off the ground, it's not that like that one time where people was like, "I'm never coming home." Calling their family, like, "Look, yeah, I'll like, make it." Yeah, like, uh, there's some stuff going on here, and uh, I don't know if I'm actually gonna get off this tarmac. Yeah, that was crazy. And Vince and the rest of them was at home eating ice cream. Yeah, they had already left. Rocking them. They left like hours beforehand. Everybody else was still on a tarmac. Yeah. And then that's when we got one of the greatest nights in SmackDown history. Yep. NXT had to come save the day. Look at that. They ain't coming to save the day no more. They need help themselves. <laughs> I mean, thanks to Carmelo Hayes and Trick Williams, they, you know, doing what they can. They basically put the whole NXT show on their back. Well, speaking of NXT 2.0 needing some help, uh, Dolph Ziggler has made his way down to NXT this past week, getting in the main mix with uh, Santos Escobar and Brian Breaker and Tommaso Ciampa. Mm. In that upper echelon, but uh, my man said to us, Escobar, it's like, look, why y'all interfering? This is my time. This is my shot. No, Dolph Ziggler, you can't come off of Monday Night Raw and slide in here. No, Chompa, you already had your chance. Go back to the back of the line. This is me. It's my chance now. So, uh, Tuesday. Santos Escobar, I like him. I hope they don't ruin him if they bring him up to the main roster. 
I hope he gets a, a real chance with the title because he's he's so polished as far as his ring work, his interviews. Mm-hmm. You know, he just has that champion look to him. It'd be a shame he if he went through NXT and didn't get a chance to hold that title. Um, Kaylee Ray, your girl. Yes. She succumbed to Mandy Rose and Toxic Attraction uh, in their title match that they had this past week. Um, but it looks like Zoe Stark convinced Io Shirai that she needed to find another partner. Io was like, okay, you talked me into it. And then at the end of the night, when Toxic Attraction was beating down Kaylee Ray after the match, Io Shirai came down to make the save. So it looks like they're going to be the newest team in the Ladies Dusty Cup that's getting ready to start here in a couple of weeks. Mm. Zoe Stark, my girl. Uh, MS- she still hurt. Yep. MSK and the Creed Brothers advance to the finals of the Dusty Rose Classic. So they'll be taking on each other this Tuesday. We got Vengeance Day coming up Tuesday night. So we got Carmelo Hayes defending the title against Cameron Grimes. Which title? Because he got two of them. Well, the North, the unified North American title. Oh, okay. Uh, you're going to have Indy and... Persia taking on Gigi and fake ass uh, Anna J for the women's tag team titles. Uh, we're gonna have the Dusty Club, the Dusty Cup final. Uh, MSK versus the Creed Brothers. We're gonna have Braun Breaker versus Santos Escobar, and I think Grayson Waller versus LA Knight might get added. That'd be the fifth match, I think. Was that also Miss Simi that said she liked L.A. Knight? Yes. And she likes Grayson Waller, too. Miss Simi. L.A. Knight <laughs> is so annoying. I think it's just his voice. If he just was quiet, then... Let me talk to like you. Yeah. Like, no, please don't. <laughs> Let me talk to you. Mm-mm. I'm telling you, they are missing out on money. He reminds me of a used car salesman. <laughs> That's <laughs> why I don't like him. <laughs> they missing out on money by not having that t-shirt printed up. He still don't have no shirt. Not yes. that shirt. He got his own shirt, but the that's his that's his number one phrase though. Every time he, you know, does his promo, that's what he's you know, he starts it out that way. So it's like, why don't you have a shirt with that on it? Every time Roman come out with some type of slogan or saying. Roman they, have a they, new shirt they every quick week. They to make it a, a shirt. Because Roman is money. <laughs> they, um, Roman stay with a new shirt. Yeah. I, I like the needle mover shirt. That's actually pretty cool. Yes. I still haven't got my, uh, wreck everybody and leave shirt. That's the shirt you wear to the gym when you go work out. Right. So they know you, you 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 mean business when you're in there. Right. I need to uh catch one of those buy one get one sales on WWE shop. I'm pretty sure they may have something tomorrow since it's Valentine's Day, you know. Oh yeah, the Hallmark holiday. Yes, yes. So if any of my Rascal Cast crushes want to buy me a new shirt. There you I know there's a few of y'all out there. Mm-hmm. There you go. I'll send you my well, I'll send you my P.O. box because I don't want you to know where I live. See? So, uh, yeah, fellas, you heard it here first. Right. 
She does accept gifts. I do. <laughs> but don't expect nothing else after. <laughs> Thank yous and heart emojis. and uh, Right. Yeah. On Twitter. <laughs> Payment enough. <laughs> um, that's really about it. Monday Night Raw was super snoozy this week. Um, Chad Gable and Otis lost to RK Bro in a quiz bowl. That was too They long. still doing that stupid quiz bowl? It's <laughs> too long. Um, that's really nothing. I mean, Damian Priest and AJ Styles had like a real quick match that AJ Styles won, so now he's going to get a title shot for the United States title this Monday. Um, that's really about it. They got Liv Morgan back down into mid card or whatever. For oh women's man, she not. has so much momentum these yeah. last few months. And the crowd really wants to see her get a good run, but they don't see it for her. So there was that. Um, Seth Rollins and Riddle had a real quick match that got turned into a Teddy Long special. Straight up tag team match player and Seth Rollins. Somebody went on a somebody was from the face line to take <laughs> Kevin Owens and Seth Rollins ended up winning that main event match. But yeah, nothing really. Yeah, I mean Monday Night Raw is just it's just three hours of uh Wait, Seth is back on Raw. Yep. See, the thing is, and like Roman hasn't talked about him and he hasn't really talked he talked about Roma but he was like that Smackdown business he's back on Raw so they're leaving that open ended so they can go back at some point and do that match again and have that story to say that hey you know I felt like it was unfinished business blah 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 blah. you choked me out but you know or it was a disqualification you never really beat me you know Mm -hmm. so yeah, they'll have a little bit another layer to add to the next time that they have them cross paths. Mm. Yeah. Well, now what I'm I was going to say, I guess we just have to wait and see, but I know I'm not going to watch wrong. So. Now, what I'm interested in seeing is, you know, how this WrestleMania, how the Elimination Chamber is going to play out. And then if, you know, which we expect to happen, uh, Brock gets the title off of Bobby and it's title versus title. Are they going to unify the titles or are they going to make the champion just show up on both shows? So like, And then also, if they do that, what's the point of having drafts anymore? Because they just... Why are they, are they still having a draft this year? Because... they had it, it, The draft is always in October. Oh, okay. They don't need to have another one because everybody's just running from show to show anyway. Yeah, you know, they can anytime they want they can you know oh this is the you know special trade clause or special show up clause or whatever you know yeah and they don't have enough people to split between two rosters anyway so Mm, not interesting enough people you're right but then if they went back to one one big roster though look how many people you would never see like the Umbertos wouldn't be getting no run that's true you're right. You're right. You know, so it, the split roster does help, um, you know, some a lot of the mid-card wrestlers, but it does mm-hmm. take away the star power. Yeah. Is Alexa Bliss back yet? No, uh, she is uh, going through therapy. She is slowly 
coming back into the old Alexa Bliss form. She is losing the good because you know, I'm I'm tired. Lily type makeup and stuff, and but I mean they are drawing this thing out though. Because they don't know what to do after. Distract this along a little bit more. <laughs> right. Exactly. Like, hey, we got an idea, but they don't necessarily know how they're going to land a plane. It's like, mm-hmm. but we got it in the air, though. We're just going to keep circling. Yeah. Until we figure it out. Until we figure it out. But, all right. Well, that's pretty much, you know, this weekend wrestling caught up in a quick bow. Nice and neat. Uh, like I said, on AEW. Just um, in time for Valentine's Day. <laughs> on AEW, Keith Lee debuted. Uh, Jay White came Kool-Aid man and through the forbidden door um, looking like Adam Cole's <laughs> older brother <laughs> and uh, Heyman Page and Lance Archer tried to kill each other Heyman Page just bled all over the place uh, in his title defense uh, he needs the, to chill because he got a baby on the way <laughs> for the uh, he already has the baby baby's here oh yeah oh Dang, kids don't be staying in the oven that long no more, huh? <laughs> Baby is here. Um, FTR had a good-ass match with CM Punk and John Moxley. That was real good. I think that. Um, everybody is waiting for Mr. Mayhem Wardlow to finally break free of MJF and the Pinnacle. Hey, I didn't know Wardlow was easy on the eyes. I was like, now hold up. Oh, yeah. When the man dresses up in his suit now, all the ladies be swooning. So <laughs> uh, I guess Wardlow has officially taken Brian Cage's spot as the big powerhouse on the main on AEW because Brian Cage is in like witness protection. Like in real life? No, like he just oh. MIA. He not he's another person who's not that enamored with what AEW's but how it's kind of transitioned. Like. Oh, but but nobody wanted to back up Big Slow. Well, oh, Hikaru okay. Shida said the same thing about the uh, amount of. So it's, we not we don't listen to like see this is it's we don't listen to black women unless it's validated by non-black people. Now see. Yeah, because uh, Hikaru Shida this week came out and basically said, you know, in the beginning when it first started, you know, they were relying the women's division was based on a lot of the Japanese women, mm-hmm. and. As things have evolved, they've become less of an emphasis. And she's like, you know, AEW really kind of didn't help them with their transition. She was like, lucky for me, you know, I've been learning English since I was in, you know, grade school or whatever. And she was like, you know, so I have a grasp of the language. But she was talking about uh, one of the other young ladies who came over. And, you know, she didn't. And it was hard for her to find some place to stay. And, you know, it was hard for her to really connect because, you know, she couldn't do the interviews and the promos and things like that. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, so she's just saying that, you know, it really hasn't been um, a very fruitful place lately for the Japanese women on the roster. And she's hoping that, you know, things will turn back around here, um, you know, at some point. But, yeah, so mm-hmm. I don't know if a lot of people saw that. Um I, I saw the post right. or the yeah, whatever know, a lot it was. Of people read it, so. but yeah, that's basically what she was saying, and she was just kind of like, "Hey, you know, there's a lot of freedom in AEW, but that also means that you know, what I'm saying, um, if you can't, you know, express what you want to do, then you get pushed back." And she was like, mm-hmm. "You know, for a lot of those Japanese women who came over, not have the language barrier and stuff was just difficult for them to kind of get past." So. 
um, you know, people probably pick up on that next week right. and things like that. But so, yeah, you know, it's good to have that freedom and stuff. But you also like Big Swole was saying, you just need somebody to kind of herd the cats a little bit sometimes, mm-hmm. you know. But we are where we are. Uh, Jade finally defended the TBS title on TBS. Oh, I was about to say what? It ain't my turn to do shout outs. My girl, my namesake. <laughs> yeah. Against uh, AQA, also known as Zeta Ramir from NXT. I was about to say, that girl looks like, <laughs> I was like, she looks like that Zeta girl from NXT. Yeah. Yeah. That was her. That was a that good was match. Her. I liked the match. I liked the match a lot. Zeta Ramir um, looked really good. Good for her. Yeah. Yeah. So now it is time. For Miss Jade to the max to give her shout out. Shout out. <laughs> shout out to, it's going to be quick. Shout out to all the WrestleCast crew, everybody, just all encompassing. And happy Super Bowl Sunday. All right. Thank you to Miss Jade to the max. Thank you once again for joining me here on SmackDown Matters. Thank you to Miss Didi Jonay for allowing us to continue to have this dwelling to entertain you guys with this her space we just rented out uh thank you to mo to the underscore reese and sam who helped me do the raw cast this week shout out to sam and miss simmy who helped me review aew dynamite this week uh sam's first uh foyer into the dark match reviews of aew so that was a lot of fun a uh, shout out to miss simmy of course for me and her doing nxt cast this week where we talked about the matchup between Kaylee Ray and Mandy Rose, among other things. Uh, shout out to Black Howling and Black Marvel for helping run the Twitter spaces when I'm not available. Shout out to everybody who comes through the Twitter spaces. Shout out to my nemesis, Miss Jupiter Julep. I know you'll be rooting for <laughs> Cameron Grimes uh, this week when he faces off against my man, Carmelo Hayes. Um, shout out to Madame Lizette and Miss V. Um, just everybody, you know, the crew who, you know, rocks with us, live tweets, Twitter spaces, we definitely appreciate it. Check out the dark match on the Patreon page, patreon.com. And, uh, fellas, if you ain't got those Valentine's gifts by now, um, it's too late. It's going to be too late, but, you know, you can buy yourself something on amazon.com through CSPN. They finna be single by February 15th. <laughs> Just click on the tab at the top that says keep our podcast free. Click on Amazon, shop till you drop. And uh, some of your purchase will come back to the episode, to the show and the episodes to help keep everything free on the network each and every week. So for my co-host, Miss Jade to the max, I'm your host, Don DeLorente, and this has been Smackdown Matters. Please stay tuned for the parting promo. Adios. Thank you for joining us as you prepare to defend your championship a week from tomorrow at the Elimination Chamber Premium Live Event. Now, last week on Friday Night SmackDown, we saw the reemergence of an icon. Oh, come on. Don't call me an icon. I'm just special counsel to the tribal chief. Paul is actually talking about Goldberg. Goldberg? Talking about Goldberg? Yes, Goldberg, the Hall of Famer. 
The man who once won 173 straight matches in WCW went on to beat the immortal Hulk Hogan to win the WCW championship. That Goldberg. Three straight matches. Wow. That was pretty good. If I was in WCW, everyone would be winning because they'd still be in business. Are we still talking about this guy? Brock Lesnar's old news. The farmer, the butcher, he's old news. And the guy in my shadow, old news. Does anyone even care? Does anyone even care about him? I don't care about him. I love my tribal chief. Defending! Who wants to be introduced that way anyway? Imagine the ego this man has. Two-time Universal Champion. Nobody cares. Wonder why? Because I'm here now. I'm the greatest universal champion of all time. No one has done the things that I've done in over 35 years. And if that guy came back around, I smack him in the face and get him out of here too. You understand? You understand? Next question. This match between you and Goldberg was supposed to take place two years ago at WrestleMania. It never happened. Finally, we get this match next Saturday. Is there any added pressure on you? Not at all. I'd say all the pressure's on Goldberg. Because two years ago, he might have a chance. Everything's different now. The whole world's changed. I've changed. The head of the table now. Your tribal chief is untouchable, Cole. Smashed everyone. Like I said before, the greatest of all time. I'm gonna smash Goldberg. As a matter of fact, ladies and gentlemen, what you're about to hear is not a prediction. It's a spoiler.